Welcome back to Homo Superior. We have a very special issue. We're your friendly neighborhood podcasters. I'm Kalen. I'm Nikki. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. Brandon. Welcome, Brandon. Welcome. Adam. And Brent. Soundboy. So we're going to be talking about the new Spider-Man Homecoming movie, and we're going to do a quick, everyone's get one second... One mm, sentence. Minute. Sorry, one sentence. Just Not one. one minute, one sentence. Oh. It's going to be a run. One sentence recap. All right, Kaylin, right. start. I really like John Hughes presents Spider-Man. Captain America has advice for anything and everything, whether he's a villain or not. Um, I like that story about Liz Allen who hangs around and gets stuck in the Washington Monument. <laughs> uh, 20-year-old who plays a 16-year-old that is hot uh, climaxes three times in a movie. Oh, uh, so true. Heartbreaking the artist Spiderling nearly kills everyone still adorkable. A boy, <laughs> a boy lies to his family and his friends all to spend more time with a hot rich man. Puberty-stricken 14-year-old tries to decide between sexual urges and an Oedipian attack on the bird person <laughs> that wasn't in his life. All right. All right. Those are really good. Like, yeah. wow. By the way, we should say Brandon Souza is one of our friends. He has never uh, recorded with us, but he has uh, listened to us once, yes. which is good enough to get on the podcast. So, <laughs> long-time listener, first-time <laughs> yeah, yeah. caller? Yeah. So one of yeah. our right. biggest fans, I've I'd been say. told yeah, I have a nice, smooth podcast face. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon and I had a nice accidental pause in the middle of the movie after he went to the toilet and we had a bizarre handshake over Ryan <laughs> he like waved at me and then I waved at that him should have been and, your then, one and then he happened. shoved his arm in front of me over Ryan it I was, was like very, what the fuck's it was happening sweet. it was sweet much um, like the movie actually um, Brandon sat next to me during the movie and I would say he really enjoyed it he really did yeah. He said, wow, a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed my arm at touching moments. It was very nice. It was, great, it was a great watching. Brandon is a good like movie Oh, he's the buddy. best. I thought it had a great opening. The Spider-Man, the friendly Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, with the Marvel logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got really that, excited by that. That, that was that awesome. Marvel logo is like fucking 15 minutes long. Now. Yeah. But it's so good. Well, it's so good. It was very cool, but I was like, yeah. is this going to happen every Marvel movie? It was a good play on it because they're like, this is fucking long, so yeah. let's make it fun again. And I love the like home uh, movie that he was making, yes. like, you know, directed by Peter Parker, and then it's mm. like all about him like going to Berlin to fight with uh, Tony Stark's uh, group of uh, the Avengers in Civil War. Uh, it was a really nice way of recapping like the the last movie that where he was he's in. been so far. Yeah. But before the intro began, the real, there was yeah. the intro where it just starts out with the villain, yes. which I liked because they're setting up the villain throughout the course of the movie, and I thought it was mm. great that they gave the villain time to like build weapons yes. and build technology that makes them seem like an actual mm-hmm. threat. Yeah. So right. it's set right after the first Avengers. attack, the first yep. Avengers attack, and right. they steal some. Alien yeah. technology and like the Chitauri, is that they're called? Yeah, yeah, Chitauri. Chitauri. yeah. Well, and also become an actual villain because technically, right at the beginning, they were just thieves, and then finally, as the movie well, they weren't even really thieves. Yeah. They, 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 they were construction were, workers. They were, constru- they were, they were called construction like, workers, thieves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate the backbone of America? <laughs> yeah, Adam, one hey, percent Kasari. I mean. Yeah. I like Anyways. this time. <laughs> <laughs> a natural pause. Yeah, I liked when Time Daily showed up. And she was a member. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's control. who Tyne yes. Daly is. I was like, Very who important. Is that bitch? Who's Tyne like, she was the, she was she was the white-haired woman. I know, but who is Tyne Daly? She's just like a famous actress. She was actress. in a ton of movies. Oh, oh I thought that was like the character. She was also on a movie. No, no, no. That's like a that's character, right? Actress. It's her playing herself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Basically, yeah. Yes. And she, that character... Isn't she all? She's actually in the damage control, or like she was part of the real storyline, right? Because I thought when I read Civil War more recently, like there was a character that looked like her. Oh, I would love I to. I would have to look. And I would love to yeah, research that. I, but I, I haven't know. read a Damage Control comic in quite a while, but I like I the loved, way that they integrated it into, uh, into yeah. the series. I loved when they were in uh, the most recent Ant Man, not the most recent. Sorry, the third Ant Man. You know, Scumball Ant Man. They did a whole danger. Uh, Damage control oh, arc in the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's only the one anime. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was oh, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was last, I forgot all about that. The first time I really liked them. Um, I love like all the Easter eggs, but I also love you know going back to how this was in the shadow of uh, the first Avengers movie. How the Jatari at- uh, attack is like kind of like ground zero for like the Marvel movie universe. Yeah, right. it's affected so much. They try to talk about it a little bit in the Netflix shows, like with. 
yeah, with yeah. Daredevil and now Hell's Kitchen, which was a hellhole. Yeah, they call it the incident. Yeah, they call it the incident. But like in in the comics, Hell's the Kitchen, when, when Daredevil first started, Hell's Kitchen was a terrible neighborhood. Yeah. Now it's super posh and it's where all the gays live. Uh, so they had to find a reason to make it. Kind Wait, of is like there actually damaged. gentrification in the comics from gays? Oh, no, there's no. a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a very be. weird arc to yeah. have. Yeah, it really was just you know four pages of realty. It was just advertising. And then when the Starbucks showed up, it was kitchen. terrible. Yeah, yeah. 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 and then the Whole Foods. Yeah. Or like yeah. the X Men brought in a Whole Foods, and then you know the this like neighborhood got the realtor. Also, <laughs> sounds like the best slash worst Batman sixty six villain. Did any of you guys think it was weird that everyone wanted to fuck um, Aunt May? Like every single it time, was her very, uh, they, play, they, play, up, they played like, it up. You, you know what? That Thai no. guy really was all about. Oh, yeah, he, he's like, here's my sticky. Oh, I, 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 I would say right, no it. because I wanted to fuck Aunt May. Yeah, I would be. Like, I would be great. against it. She had very muscular arms. I think but, everybody involved in the movie was just so fucking excited they got Marissa Tomei to agree to do it that they yeah, were like, "That's fair." Well, they needed a like make her in a in a good light to actually put her in that role. Well she was basically like, you know, like a she's all that kinda like has to take her hair down, take her glasses off. It's just like what happened to that girl that she never became pretty like pretty and then just grew up. It's like her glasses were fucking gigantic. And she like didn't have any semblance of knowledge of like how like who she was like of like oh I'm beautiful. Well, Aunt May in the comics is like an old crone, and she's, they she's and like eighty five. She's, she's eighty five, and like hair. she's so super frail, and she's like oh, I don't want like you know that that creepy Spider Man. I don't want him around like he's this crazy bug person. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they like played up like that. Marissa Tomei is a much younger Aunt May. Yeah. It's like yeah, she's like she's very sexy she's she like, looked great they showed that like minute and a half long thing of just like her vagina right at Peter's poor head yeah. <laughs> it was like he was hugging her around the crotch and it just would not stop showing that it was like what why is this why is this happening the, vada- the vagina yeah. montage yeah that was terrible it was bizarre Hmm. Um, okay, so supporting cast. So yes. all, all I've got his, a quite a list of supporting. So cast. his wow. classmates, and you can speak on them. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, what did we think of everyone? Nice uh, diversity. Yeah, yes. was yeah. I thought great. the entire school Wait. was so fucking diverse. It was amazing. But yeah, it was it was we should like back out and talk about the whole school first because I fucking love this like nerd utopia. And yeah, it was a tech added. school. It's yeah, a yeah, public yeah. school. Yeah. So who do we have? We have Liz, which have is Liz. the hot piece of ass. I love Liz. Liz was great. Liz she was all right. great. You had Ned, oh, who was her. Ned. No, I didn't hate her. I should have was all right. Annoying. Ned was all right. Yeah, Ned was annoying as shit. Are you saying that he just was so, he was fat? He, no, he was so lame. He's like, maybe I should tell everybody. Oh, let me continue to try to tell everybody. I was like, fuck like, you, I Ned. Get, I get that you're a nerd and you don't have friends and you're really socially inept, but you don't have to be that hey, annoying. Hey, Nikki, all that's mean. Yeah. That is mean to me. Oh, that's all of us. That's why we started this podcast. He served as like a decent moral compass for Spider Man. He's like, well, should we really do this? And he seemed like he had very grounded reasons for trying to push back against Spider-Man doing whatever, Peter Parker doing whatever he wanted. I was worried when I saw the trailer that he was going to be the really annoying sidekick. He and was. He, but he wasn't, he <laughs> no, wasn't he was. to me. He was, and he was more likable. He was and, very likable. And also he saved him with that one little web shot. Yeah, yeah with the shot. That, yeah. that was a little bit That was fucking awful. That was a little bit much. Yeah. That was stupid, stupid but great. It was stupid but great. No, not really. It was Ex Machina. But I like the way they updated Flash, because in the comics. Oh my god, I despised it. I it was the worst character in the movie. Wait, I, Mark, go that on. That wasn't a DC insult. So uninterestingly shitty. He's not hot anymore. He's just like a stupid schmo that was somehow less attractive than Peter. It was bizarre, and I it, it couldn't. It didn't make sense. It was jarring as he, someone who likes the comic so much. It was a little bit jarring of him not being charismatic or like. Cool. Well, he was popular. Well, oh, he was a DJ. Yeah. Sorry, there's two DJs he, on the podcast. <laughs> DJs sometimes like, aren't. No, cool. DJs are sorry to douchebags. Adam and I can attest to that. Yeah, no, yeah. but uh, what I liked about it was. Flashman was created in the 1960s, like, yeah, played up the whole, like, jock beating up on the nerd. But this was a high school basically full of nerds. It was like a science yeah. high school. And so you couldn't have that anymore. Uh, they decided to go in this direction, so they they played up the fact that he was smart, but not as smart as Peter, but thought he was smarter than Peter, and he was a rich kid, and yeah, he wasn't as good looking as Peter, if you you know if you want to yeah. believe that or buy that. I do. Uh, but yeah, he, yeah, but he like was. he was well, clearly jealous of like Peter's intellect, but like wanted to like you know bully him in that regard. 
And, like, I think that's that's the way that they played up that he was a bully. It was sort of a 21st century bully. And that happened, yeah, that actually probably happens more often than not in real life as opposed to the stereotypical beach bully that's going to kick your sandcastle over and yell at you and then, like, steal your Correct, phone. correct, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so that wasn't a... Di- I thought that was a dig at DC by calling him Flash and then having him... And then having the teacher say, just because you're the fastest it was. doesn't that was mean like, you're the smartest. That was like uh, oh, oh, yeah, you know, that's funny. I didn't think that, about that. But, like, Flash Thompson is a character in a Spider-Man comic. That was a tongue-in-cheek yeah. joke. Oh, yeah. Who makes their kid yeah. Flash, though? What kind of asshole parent? I think that was, like, a nickname. I, I had a co-worker. Um, she named her kid Flash. And she's so dumb, so that makes sense. <laughs> 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 was he, like, the slowest kid, too? Yeah. Uh, well, I, it's a child, so I'm not going to comment on that. But I like that they took so a lot horrible. of <laughs> that they took a lot of traditional criticisms of Spider-Man, uh, and then they made them either into jokes or into like uh, things that uh, adversities that Spider-Man has to get over to like develop his character. So, like one of the biggest criticisms of Spider-Man is. What's he gonna do if there's no like yeah, buildings around? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, he just runs. He just runs. That was great. Like, the golf, the golf yeah. course. Yes. Like, that was great. This this sucks. And like the the sprinklers come the along. The biggest f you yeah. though was you know people have made jokes like, what if he's just like got a barn? What's he gonna do? And they pick the Washington Monument, which has nothing around it, and they're like, "Fuck you!" They'll still Spider-Man the shit out of it. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah, I, I, I did it, too. it was the most accurate portrayal ever of like what uh, he yeah, has to fucking do. Especially living out in Queens and like in the burbs of Queens yeah. too, Correct, like far, yeah. further out. The one thing about that that kind of annoyed me is you know when he's running through the neighbor's lawns I was like oh my god it's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off clearly the director uh, even said he wanted to do a John Hughes film yeah. and then they ruined it by showing us the scene from Ferris Bueller's yeah, Day exactly. Off but in he, the back I was like he, they had exactly. to explain the we joke already, it was so yeah, on we, the nose that it just destroyed it it destroyed it completely I was like you didn't need to do that here's but. the thing it's a lot of new viewers so they probably might not get the reference who cares oh, if they don't get the reference well, yeah that's yeah. more it's fun to discover it later it's an easter sort of I mean did you went in Logan? Were you mad when they showed uh, what's it called? Uh, Shane. Uh, Shane, or, yeah, uh, Shane in the yeah, hotel. I, yeah, I thought it was a little. It was too on the nose. Look, it's a I, 50, 60 year old movie. That's a little more acceptable. I than... actually kind of liked it because uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off was originally supposed to be a kind of weird superhero movie. That the the original conception of it mm. that he's a guy who's able to get away with anything because yeah. he has like some sort of like supernatural power. But they ultimately decided that they were going to stick to it being like a... Like a high school, yeah, like a high more school. realistic film. I think that's all fine and good. It's just, it's like it's like explaining a joke. Whenever you explain the joke, it, it ultimately becomes unfunny. Sure. So it's like, I wish it was more of an Easter egg. It's a little too on the nose. Yeah. It was a little too on the nose. But I love this movie so much that that was like probably my only problem with it. And it's a very tiny problem. Wait, okay. What about the fact that... The Vulture is, uh, what's her name's dad? I thought that was a great it's, reveal. And you know the reason why it's a I didn't like it at truth first? truth that always happens in comics, and it's bound to happen, so it's very relatable. And you know what? Happen. And, like, you're, if you're playing up the whole, like, subtext and text of, like, the high school experience, you know, meeting uh, your date's dad and, yeah. like, being just like, oh, my God, like, I feel really threatened and really intimidated. Oh, and he's also a fucking supervillain. Yeah. yeah you know, but it, but it created that really menacing scene in the car. Oh, with the so, green light that hit Yeah, it yeah. was uh, so good. Like, at that well point, shot, I was like, well I was just like, I was like very tense and very nervous during that yeah. scene because uh-huh. I love how smart they made the vulture. He figures out that he's Spider Man immediately. Yeah. yeah. When he figures Instead it out, the red light yes. turns. Yeah. 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 No. no, I actually, I, I, I was shocked. By, <gasps> I thought he like when the door opened, and it was him. I thought that he had yeah, figured out who it was. Yeah, and that's, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and I, I was like, I oh no! Know. I thought it'd like, be Barack Obama. Liz. Yeah. Liz looks exactly <laughs> like that's Sasha. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> 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 I was totally <laughs> thinking that the entire would have been plot That and her mom did look a little like Michelle. Yeah, a little bit. That would have been great. No, I'm willing to. I'm willing to. No, it's not. I'm willing to forgive it for like... Definitely like Sasha. I don't know if I want to To me, it felt a little Martha-ish. Yeah, exactly. 
it felt a little Martha-ish, but I did appreciate in Martha-ish? This, yeah, He's talking about Man of Steel. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. So whenever shitty, I, refer, whenever I say end. Martha, I'm referring to the Man of Steel. Mm. That shitty Spoiler alert. Linchpin. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't intend to say I think that. that the fact that the discussion, the fact that uh, Michael Keaton did such a good job he was of excellent. being he was someone in control. Excellent, yeah. Uh, and then Tom Holland was great as like, this terrified kid yeah. I think that that the kitchen scene was what sold me on it being like I'm gonna forgive this oh it was great like like he's so distracted you know he's going on a date with his like crush uh, you know he's got the corsage he's dressed really nicely he's like ready to go have a good time and he, all he can do is think about this guy who's like the ultimate villain in the film yeah. it's a really great scene what made the whole movie a really excellent movie is that you it felt real like you related to this guy as a mm-hmm. kid like when he's up on the top of the Washington Monument and he's afraid of dying like it's a really big deal yeah. he's trying to kick in the window and then when he's meeting his date's dad it was just uh, that was a felt... great perspective shot where he's leaning over yeah. and he sees yeah. the, all, you get that kind of vertigo from the height all of the action set pieces were amazing yeah I was yeah. even though some of them were spoiled in there the trailers there were too many but I there did were, like, but they were all well done. I did they like were the, all well done. Each it, one of those well done. It just there was so there was, fucking there was like five acts in that movie. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of climaxes. But what I liked uh, about it, not an origin story. Yes, yes. yes. Thank very. God. Thank God, I'm so fucking sick of it origin stories. It didn't even cover that he got. No, they, no, 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 they talked about it. They mentioned it briefly. Ned, Ned, Ned like, so asked got, about yeah, it. So you got bit by a spider? It's like, would it hurt? Did it hurt? Like, the that, spi- uh, and he's like, the spider's dead, so I don't know. Yeah. What do you mean by the action? There's too much. What was there was so there's the DC set piece there was the car chase there was the boat Staten Island there was the, yeah there was um, the end the, the airplane it, it seemed like there was a lot of things that would be the focal the point ATM. or the the, 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 the final scene, scene the climax of the movie like, like it was exhausting it felt like but, 3 hours long because <laughs> there were so many climaxes there it I, felt no, long but it I I it, I never wanted to look at my my clock my watch sure, because I never did, yeah. like I, know, I, agree. I, w- I was because that's just rude to do in a movie theater. Okay? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I would say that the only one that might have been I thought all of them were valuable because each of them gave some extra motivation. Yeah. That the vulture is fighting Spider Man and he keeps foiling him and it keeps getting in his way, which makes him want to actually kill Spider Man. Rather than, and the fact that he saves his daughter gives him a motivation not to kill Spider Man. The only one that I think might have been a little bit fungy is the uh, the okay. Washington Monument because there's really the the only value to it as far as plot goes mm-hmm. is that that the Chitarian explosive gem yeah. goes off. So I think there's another reason why they had that scene as well is to sh- kind of show his heroism that he's just he's very altruistic. <laughs> And they really like played that up. I mean, like Spider-Man in the comics is one of the most like selfless heroes uh, out there. He has to juggle like you know all that re- all that responsibility, and they needed to show you know that he was just doing that uh, just to be a good person. They did have a really interesting plot thread for Flash, where it's like, take my trophy. I want to go first, and I was like, there's no like real play out of it. I thought it was really interesting that they kind of drilled in like. Yeah, this is that character. He's a douche. Yeah, I was like, okay, we already get it. Like, you don't have to. I mean, the pop collar gave it away. (laughs) So, I like that they went through like the uh, that contest that they were having just like so fucking fast. They're just like, oh, 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 it's over, it's over. Like, I'll answer the last question. It's done. You wanted to hear the limit does not exist. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. The the Washington Monument thing also played off of them. They wouldn't shut the fuck up. Okay, it also played with the second movie from the. The most recent um, Garfield series. Garfield. Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> Garfield. Um, when he has to drop, there's like the whole same shaft thing where uh, he drops Gwen. It was exactly the uh, same thing. And the fact that he saved Liz in this one versus uh, it was exactly the same feel. He okay. didn't snap her neck. Well, there were change. definitely a lot of homages to the prior <laughs> Spider-Man oh, yeah, films. 100%. One of the One of the first ones I noticed was when he like lands on a building early on there's the american flag that oh, like, was yeah. in the Tony oh, wire yeah. very on the nose which was yeah. very much like a you know that was like a, a thing after like 911 a feeling of like you know nationalism and yeah. we got support because right. yeah the first one came out in 2002 yeah. with Tony wire there's also an homage to a very famous Spider-Man comic uh, oh, yeah. and it's the scene uh, where he's battling the vulture and the vulture leaves him for dead with the ceiling collapsed on him and he's like screaming out for help because he's buried under all that rubble. Yeah. And then he's just like, "All right, 
like, you know, I, I, I got this, I can do this, and he, like, slowly brings himself up. There's a the issue, and I can't remember, of Amazing Spider-Man from, like, the 60s or like 70s. something? Something like that. It was when John Romita Sr. was drawing it, and uh, I think that he was. Um, and it's where he gets trapped under all this machinery, and he spends, like, half the issue or the whole issue just, you know, thinking about, like, all right, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, and it just shows, like, you know his inner strength being able to get him out it was a nice scene yeah. I, probably, I thought, think that was probably my favorite moment of heroism uh, because it actually saving himself know, yeah. yeah no it's the thing that resonated that's, most that's with you that's the form of heroism yeah. <laughs> it's my Ayn Rand I got myself <laughs> that was generosity it's all about the individual Brent is a libertarian listener yeah <laughs> God. Which means I'm a true hero and a patriot. <laughs> You're all Nazi crypto fascists. No. Uh, all right, that's so, pretty fair. Yeah, no, I, I liked it because uh, he actually seemed like he had a legitimate struggle. And to him, it was important to overcome the fact that he doesn't have the help of Karen or whatever is Cheryl. I fucking loved Karen. The, Karen. I love we're we're going to go great on Karen. Fucking Siri was awesome. Karen yeah. was voiced by Jennifer Connelly. Really? Shut the fuck up. Is that true? No wonder it was And I Jennifer Connelly is married to Paul Bettany, who is the voice of Vision. Oh ah. my god, I love that connection Easter so much. Like Marvel doll. match made in heaven. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. You um, were saying? Continue. No, it was just that he had to achieve something on his own. He didn't have Ooh. any... Correct. Utilize any of the the sticky web stuff. It's called web shooters. What, whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter. He actually we didn't have to come on anything. Like web stuff. Yeah, that's true. yeah. No, that it, was web, like, web, web web fluid. Whatever. <laughs> His web fluid. Let me use the more technical <laughs> term. <laughs> but like, that was a perfect like little nader, and like he's really crying. Uh, like he he just seems like a kid, and you're worried about him, and you really want him to do well. Yeah, you remind me like, that he's 15. Fucking yeah. Yeah, it was great. a really good scene. The yeah. only thing I didn't like was when we had to have the voiceover from Tony Stark. Just to drive home the fact that I already whispered it. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It's an embarrassing moment. What yeah. Oh, when he goes like the suit. Tom yeah, yeah. Holland's face was so perfect for like right. thinking about it. You did not need Tony to say, "Don't do It was yeah. awful. It's like, again. It's like the. What part are you talking about? He looks in the water. He sees half line. of his face as Spider-Man, half his own face, oh, and he yeah, makes yeah, his yeah. perfect face for like you know this is what he's thinking about, and then they have to do some bizarre Tony. It was, it was like basically thing. if you People need a suit idiots. then yeah. I know that's ex- but, but we're not exactly idiots which is why that's yeah. definitely People. a studio note that has studio note oh, written yeah. all over it how do they like, know what he's thinking put yeah. Ferris Bueller in <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 life moves pretty fast that that would be funny if he's just like if always thinking about his Ferris Bueller's day off yeah exactly he's just running through yards yeah that would be great can we talk about how shitty of a cameo Donald Glover slash Child. Uh, I can talk I like about it. it. Are you kidding? I can I talk it. about it. In, I wanted his role to be better. In the Same. comics. But it wasn't terrible. In the comics, his character is in a regular one. He's the uncle to Prowler. In the Ultimate Universe, he is Miles' uncle. Oh yes. Oh, so we might have Miles Morales in this universe. Oh, I'm really happy. That so so now he does not work. That that con- so context for everybody: Donald Glover was lobbying hard for years mm-hmm. to play Spider-Man uh-huh. in the film. Donald Glover, like the the guy from Community. Yeah, I said, ooh-hoo. Oh, oh, I just never heard that thing. I really wanted to, and then I know who Donald Glover is. I'm not a racist. Uh, sorry, I didn't hear the first part. Uh, but, uh, what are you, a fucking owl? Yeah. Uh, Alright. Inverted owl. Inverted owl. Inverted owl. owl. <laughs> that owl. Uh, no, he wanted to play Spider-Man for a long time, and then that inspired Brian Michael Bendis, who was writing the Ultimate Spider-Man series, which was like Spider-Man in a different universe, killing off Peter Parker, and uh, introducing a new Spider-Man that's half black, half Latino, called Miles Morales. And great they brought character. Great character great, and great costume. I actually oh, like his yeah, costume like more that, than like yeah. the oh, it's killer. 616. Yeah, it's the internet had a nervous breakdown after it. Well, fuck the internet. No, I'd say the same Except thing. Except for either. our listeners. You guys are the no, greatest. No, fuck our listeners. Just <laughs> the same. You guys are the greatest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Ralph. 
Uh, I just thought I thought that I I don't know he's he's better he's better than this I thought his acting was poor I thought the, the I thought the whole character didn't really make sense maybe it'll come back I, I didn't I didn't like him when they first introduced him when he was making the trying to make the deal for the weapons yeah. but then when he tries when Spider Man tries to interrogate him I it, love that scene when he's giving advice and stuff yeah. I think it's I think it's a good scene. Actually. Yeah, it was yeah. really cute. It's it's redeeming for both characters. Plus, Donald Glover could be like reading recipes to me, and I I just love it. I'm a huge. Be, and he would like... just be jerking. Oh <laughs> yes. Well, I'm listening to Childish Gambino. Whenever uh, there was a, a scene that didn't work, Tom Holland made it work. Oh, for sure. Yes. He Every was single fantastic fucking scene. He was so good. The fucking intimidation. Yeah, let's start talking voice. about actual <laughs> Spider-Man in this little yeah. podcast. He is the best Spider-Man that there has ever been. Ever will. If anyone says, hold on, did you pronounce it Spider-Man? Uh, James, actually Jewish. It's pronounced it's James, James Spiderman, right? Spiderman. Is it, is oh, right? little Spiderman. Oh, Spiderman. Around. I dated James Spiderman. He wasn't villains. great. He was great. Did you guys notice that in this movie they didn't play up at all Spider-Man public menace? Oh yeah, yeah. I was so not, pleased with that. Yeah, and like, I was actually kind of pleased know. with that too because it's like even it's an overplay trope. Even though he technically is, because everything oh, yeah. he did up until the end of the movie caused so oh, much fucking damage. Totally and he destroyed the bodega with yeah. the sandwich, the <laughs> but, awesome but sandwiches. But think about it, mean, like the, the Avengers caused so much more destruction than Correct. he did. Remember yeah, when the guy true. was just like, "Hey, do a backflip," and he I just did. That was fucking awesome. I love that he was giving directions to the Dominican woman. Oh yeah, okay. So, so that brings me to the Churro. montage of him trying to do heroic stuff and just like not finding anything, which would be all of us if we just went on a like a, yes. like that a would patrol be right anyone. now. It's it crazy that anyone. Batman can find like that much people committing crime. Well, crime well, but Gotham City happens. is a hellhole. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> but, but, but the old trope with Spider-Man is that he but would that all view. he would just oh, all. So good. He would just always go on patrol and just find someone, like, robbing a bank every fucking five seconds. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. And I love that he, like, caught a guy trying to break into his own car. I thought yeah. that was, that was yeah. great. Everyone starts screaming at him, hey, yeah. that's his car. Like, Leave hey, him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> every yeah. time and the fucking we, alarm goes off and, and it's Stan Lee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Stan Lee started chatting to that woman across the alley, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's She's got, like, I'll give you a hand job. And he was talking about his mother like, and almost I'll like her mother's it. 130 years old. Yeah, for real. What the fuck, Stan? Yeah. I, I want to keep talking about the Vulture. Yeah. I think yeah. he's so yeah. awesome. Best yeah. Marvel villains yeah. in the uh, He's Agreed. not trying That's... to take over the world. No. Yeah. He's got I this, love it was low stakes. Yes, I love the low entire level low villainy. Yeah. It's great. He just wants to steal weapons and sell them to people. Thank God they didn't have the fucking Osborns back. Yeah. You know his son. They're two like the Trumps. I love how like uh, the vulture is like bringing up like this political. He was basically like, look, all those people up there like just fucking off and jacking off on us, and like we just need to watch out for. It was a big commentary on today. That was better. He was better than a fuck off on me. Like (laughs) (laughs) he was better. So is this is this a family? (laughs) No, you faggot. It's not. He was better at playing up the one percent versus the rest of us than Bane was. Yes. For sure, completely. And like in that one scene, he made a great point. And my favorite part was that oh, it's fucking villain monologuing. And then he's like, nope. And also the other thing is, I was buying time. Yeah. And then he actually had a yeah. purpose yeah. for his monologue. Killing it. And his fucking bird thing came through. The wings. And just started cutting down shit. That I was so cool. That. Yeah. I've never liked the vulture in the comics because he's just like an old man with Elderly wings. Elderly weirdo, yeah. He yeah, seems sad weird. and he, he just mustache. reminds you of yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> with wings. Yes. An old man who wants to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dream, damn it. <laughs> True. Uh, Go on. I fucking hate you all. Yeah. Awful, so, awful people. We already Except talked Nikki. about the vulture. What do we think about Liz Allen since he's supposedly her father in this She was universe. fine. I mean, she was definitely the sort of the unattainable girl that he sort of attains but fucks up. But I liked the end a lot more because it. I thought she was going to be the like the Mary Jane role and she wasn't. Yeah. Or the Gwen Stefani. Well, they no. did. Gwen <laughs> Stefani, yeah. I did. Yeah, like Gwen. She's just a girl. The other yeah, one? Gwen Stacy. But Gwen close. Stacy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spider webs. I get it now. Yeah. Um, uh, I hope she goes to wherever the fuck she Oregon. Oregon. Oklahoma. Oregon. Oregon. Who gives a fuck exactly is what in I'm the, saying. In the comics. And she never comes back. In- but I want, I want all of them. I want, obviously, the shocker. Why? 
Okay, I want the shocker <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can. It's not how it works. And vulture, <laughs> and vulture to come back to be the sinister six. And obviously. scorpion. And scorpion. Yeah, yeah Mark Gagan. Yeah, so yeah. there's three Matt, of the sinister. Matt, Matt Gargan. Matt Gargan. You just shoved an R into the wrong Wait, I did. Why yeah, I usually do. Scorpion. He's uh, a character. I know. I know. So the, the guy with the scorpion, he's a character within the Spider-Man. Oh, he was the guy with the Matt scar. Yeah, 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 and, he had, and you yeah. noticed like he had a scorpion no, tattoo on his neck. But yeah, so that was uh, a nice Easter egg. One, one of the tropes times. within the Spider-Man universe is that the Sinister Six, which is six villains, that come together to basically defeat. Spider-Man, uh, so it's yeah. like Dr. Octopus, it's the Lizard, it's Vulture. Uh, it's Rhino sometimes. Sometimes. It's Rhino, yeah. Mysterio. Jellyfish Man. We probably uh, named six of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we already well, listen, about... there's seven of us right now. Um, so. The Shocker. So, yeah, seven. if you were going to be a Sinister Six, which one would you be? Oh. Doc Ock. You would not be Doc Ock. You'd be Rhino. You'd be Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be Doc Kayla would be Doc Ock. You think so? I think so. You'd I... be the warehouse where they work out of print. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, for any listeners no! who don't know, I weigh 350 pounds. <laughs> Um, but you carry it so well. Yeah. Caitlin, you would be Vulture. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely. You'd be Vulture because of your age. Um, Clark, Clark would be... Who would be Dr. Octopus, then? Um, I would not be Dr. Octopus. I'll Clark would be Craven. Oh, you, you wish. Oh, I would 100%. Yes, I want to be Craven the Hunter. Uh, so bad. Is there a sloth-type villain? Because no, I think Brady would not be perfect for, for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to oh, be... Good. Yeah, who would be Mysterio? Uh, oh, yeah, you know, actually, black, actually black. you know who Brent would be? He'd be Sandman. I want Nicky to be Mysterio. Because he puts us to sleep. Yeah, Why can't you be Mysterio? <laughs> you can be Mysterio. Sure. I would still be Shocker. I'm also mildly irritated. I'd be shocker. Yeah. Yeah. Like to get you can never like get you out of your <laughs> shoes. Bring them. Give them the old Or your clothes. Yes. I have to come back from the beach. Anyways, that was a dumb joke. So well, we named terrible. six of them somewhere. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, review the tapes and you'll figure well, it out. When you were talking about Liz Allen for a minute, Liz Allen, and you were sure. talking about the Osbournes, Liz Allen ends up getting married to him in the comics. Oh, she has Jesus. a baby. Then she becomes head of an international corporation. And yeah. she also has an evil brother called a, a Molten Man. Oh, Christ. So yeah, she has a of, lot to go on. If yeah. we all They were kind that. of setting her up for that because she was like, I read a coaching book, and she was I, a very strong leader. I, I was like, her. I believe that you will rise. I liked her character. From Oregon. She's going to be the worst supervillain from Portland ever. The vegan. I really liked her character a lot as an individual. I I thought it was like I thought it was kind of weird that they spent so much time on her and their relationship for this like movie. Well, she was the I don't girl. Think so. No, I, the, I think it was like it the was girl a of, it was a fun fake out, obviously leading towards warranted. the end. In the, yeah. the comics, she in, is his first love. love. Yeah. And in the defense of that, she was super fun to watch. She was beautiful. Oh was, yeah, I want to be. She was like a uh, like oh well actualized, smart, yeah. sassy, yeah, like, like, strong, like, as yeah, an individual character. Which is perfect for you, Adam. You love smart. Sassy, she was, woman. But yet you she, haven't commented on it, so I don't know if you like She was just one. sexy enough. She had like a one piece that wasn't too too revealing. She just showed well, a little bit of cheek. It was just very, it was sexy very enough nice. for what? So to it's wear? not filthy. <laughs> Whatever, I'd sleep with her. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was real tough watching Whatever, this I'd movie sleep in her. with top topless yeah. Tom Holland <laughs> when he's supposed to be a fourteen year old. So bad on the outside. I had such a problem with that because it, he's fucking hot as shit. Her abs is crazy as hell, but everyone's fourteen. School, yeah, but everyone in school thinks he's like awful. And I'm like, just take your shirt off, yes. and everyone would fucking love it. They and were he's in, wearing really baggy yeah, sweaters. They that's were why. in the gymnasium, and everyone's like, you know, making fun of him. Okay, and I was like, just, just go like this scene slightly. With the gay kid, I was uh, so yeah. Yeah. happy. I was like. They have a gay kid. So when they're doing the Mary Fuck Kill, they're doing like, you know, like Betty Mary Iron Man. And Kill the Hulk. Betty Brandt saying that. And then she's talking to Liz, and then she's talking to two guys. One of the guys, like, he clearly has a gay affectation. Uh, oh, I he plays gay in a ton of television. I mean, ton of movies. I haven't movies. seen him in any of He was so funny. I think Animal Burris was the best part of the joke. Oh, he was great. Oh, he was 
great. Yeah. Yeah. It's Captain America, and he's like, I'm working together with your yeah. coach. Yeah. And he's pointing to the wrong side of the screen. Yeah. And Hannibal Burris is like, I guess you gotta listen to him, even though he's, I guess, a he's war, a war criminal, criminal now. now. Yeah. <laughs> listen to the detention scene. Oh, like, hey, hey, yes. Come back. Why are you? Why are you even here? It's like I like to make drawings. So I have people the, that are sad and yeah. like the, hanging the, along. She, they, did they, a gr- she did a great job. Oh, no, no, we're gonna talk about her in a minute. The detention scene when Peter runs off. And we look at the actual detention scene. There's only three black people left, and that was. So but I, two I, of them are twins. Yeah, but just the same. Wait, it was wait. very awkward, yes. and I wait, noticed wait. it immediately. So during like, the movie, during the movie, uh, Clark just whispers to me, "Black detention." Yeah, because it's here. That was fucked up. No, it was not. We're very really diverse high like, school. We're the only black people in that room. Detention. Even the teacher was. So this podcast so is either woke AF or really tone deaf. Yeah, maybe both. Yeah. Uh, Can't we be both? No, yeah. this is like a real I, I think yeah, everyone right. gasped except I knew it from the first uh, second where you had one groan and it was Clark. The weight of knowledge rests heavy yes. on Clark's shoulders. They you totally really played with the fact that, oh, they don't like each other, so obviously they're going to end up liking each other, so obviously well, she's MJ. Well, she obviously liked him, though. That was yeah, yeah. that's why she's MJ. It was, a, uh, that's why I thought you it was But I like that she likes him as opposed to him liking her. Yeah, well, you just wanted her to say face the jack, face the tiger, you just hit the jackpot. Yeah, no, no one okay. wants that ever. No, I don't. I have no, no one interest ever in that. wants Were that. Were you surprised, Brandon? I don't know. What does Nikki think about it? I mean, <laughs> yes, wow. Yes, what yes, a no, I was surprised by it. I wasn't expecting it because I feel like when they were advertising it and Zendaya was such a huge part of like the press advertising, that yeah. like okay. I didn't know what her role was at yeah. all the entire way. I'm like, oh, you're kind of a stalker, but not really. You're trying to brush it off. And then she's MJ, so I'm excited mm. to see what happens with that. Do we think um, that her role, I mean, obviously it's going to be an expanded role later. Do we think any of these characters, like Miles Mor- Morales or any of these he'll other... He'll show up. Yeah, he'll probably show up. Do probably we think, an Easter egg, I Do bet. you think um, she'll turn into, like, weird Silk character, which is currently um, in the Marvel Universe or wait, anything who, like who? that? I love uh, Silk. MJ, I love right? Silk. I like uh, Silk, too, but who? Like MJ? Uh, it, the new MJ, yeah. Do you think she could be Silk? No, I hope not. Um, yeah, okay. I, well, fuck you. I did, I will say I got a very, um, Flash vibe off of this movie, which is like, they're oh, all... Is, a flash is this a TV, TV show? show? No. Yeah. yeah, what, the TV show. Keep going. What I mean is, is like, all of the, because like, I, that's what makes the Flash... Everything is the arrow, show. everything is the Flash. Yeah. No, the arrow is really bad nowadays, but the, what makes the yeah. Flash good is that all of the characters are pretty well, um, it's very, like, similar, because you've got, like, nerdy main character with superpowers... You've got Ned, who's equal to the fucking nerd on the Flash. I forgot his name. Cisco. Fuck Cisco. that guy. <laughs> but it's like, but what I I'm saying is, it. what I'm saying is, is, as the movie, as the movies evolve, and depending on how many he gets, I can actually see all of his like friends. Because you were talking about how Ned might become the Hobgoblin at some point, Clark. Oh, I would kill what for a Hobgoblin. That you Ned might be like, they're green all going to have to have a Green Goblin first. Hobgoblin's too confusing and terrible. Well, either and way, also, he only has two more. He's a sophomore now, right? I think that's what they said. Yeah. At the yeah. So he's got two more so years. He's, two he's more about to be like Spider-Man the college years. It'll be hopefully. James Spiderman. Then. Oh, like Spider-Man <laughs> the college years? Spiderman, Spiderman, and Jenkins, or whatever. Like, they're going to, obviously, the next two movies will probably still take place while he's in the same high school. I don't think they're going to fast forward his time. 15-year-old sophomore. Clark was 18. Weird. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, Clark, because you got left back a couple times. 17, 18. No, no, Clark 16, was 10 17. when he was in high school. Yeah. And he like, graduated at like not. Like, you should, I agree with you. Because he's probably 15 turning sick. He's 15 going on 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if he's that uh, smart, yeah. he's skip the That's what I wanted to hear. That's why I said it. Okay. <laughs> Why do you uh, think it was called Homecoming? I mean, I know the Homecoming happens. 
Because they kept mentioning to Homecoming. Me, and to you me, saw it was him. a dig at the other... It was a dig at Fox or whatever. No, so like, Spider-Man is now back in our fold. Well, like he Spider-Man was never with Fox. It, it was always it, with Sony. Whatever. Fox it doesn't matter. Sony it doesn't it. matter. It obviously Sony. matters because you just said it wrong. It doesn't matter. It's that he wasn't originally in the... Marvel, Marvel Universe, Universe until they made a negotiation. But, yeah, right. but that was Sony, and that mattered so much. You just totally said the wrong thing. It, that's that's X Men. Right. We're all about X Men. You're both pretty. Okay, so the <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> we are beautiful. Yes, <laughs> you're handsome women. Um, the reason that it was called Homecoming, you are actually correct, Brent, even though you got the, a little bit of the facts wrong, is... <laughs> fucking one word. It is a double entendre. Like, clearly they're playing up the whole Homecoming stuff, they're playing up the whole fact that he's in high school, and, like, it's a John Hughes-esque type film. Uh, but also, yeah, it's like they're bringing Spider-Man back to the Marvel Universe uh, because they have the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. I wish they would do that with the Fantastic Four. It'd be cool if they did it with the X-Men. Go ahead, yeah. Brandon. I know, oh, I'm just agreeing. Like, a Fantastic Four along these lines would be great. Yeah. And also, uh, I am... As much as I love this movie, it just made me angry that we have not had an X-Men film as good as... as mm. it, with yeah. the exception of Logan. Logan was very good in a very different way. Uh, X-Men First Class. Not as good as... No, size. God, no. It's because ensemble movies are harder than single-character stories. I mean, that's just mm. how it always But goes. the first Avengers film mm. was phenomenal. Yeah. Because they had already spent all the time giving them their own individual stories, besides I, yeah, the two fucking characters that nobody cares about. I still think you can do a good ensemble. I mean, this is an ensemble movie. Well, they, movie. Did, it, just... they did it with Civil War, and most of those characters, I feel like, were not fleshed out. Like no, Falcon? I think they... Oh, did we get a Falcon movie? He was in Nobody like was Because we never will get a Falcon. Everybody movie. except for Hawkeye are... has been well I mean, done. Thankfully. Yeah, Hawkeye sucks in this universe so bad. Yeah, I don't like Hawkeye. Black but... Widow. No, he's no, I think so they've much done. I think the they've comics. done. They fleshed her out. So much cooler in the comics. Yeah, you need to read Matt Fractions. Oh yeah, you do. Oh yeah, it's killer. You learned about Pizza Dog. <laughs> Two things you love. Yeah. Pizza Dog has his own <laughs> issue where if he just not wanted, edible, I'm he not solves a crime. Pizza Dog, I mean, such a good. He's technically dog. edible. All right, no, I'm he's not. No, please don't. I have a point of contention. Uh, yes, I am uh, getting tired of end credit scenes because I don't think they're actually useful anymore. Well, which this, is why I love the Captain this, America. This end one, that one was scene. great. This that one, was a good trolling. Yeah. Yes, this I, one proved it completely because it was a fucking piece of shit. That one, it made no sense. No, it made sense of, like, stop watching It it didn't need to be an uh, after-credit sequence. You're talking about the first one, right? I love that one. No, the, no, yeah. Are you talking about the? No, I'm talking the the very last. Oh, yeah. I, like, like, I, 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 I just I wanted to. Sh- no, I wanted to shoot my fucking Nicky. brains out. Nicky. That was stupid okay. as fuck. Okay. Nick, Sorry, Nick, Captain talk America. about it. Yes, America talk about it. it was no, not funny. Not Shut up, Brian. Nicky. I'm allowed to say words now. <laughs> oh, Nikki. Oh, oh Nikki. Stop Thank mansplaining. You. Go, go, good job. No, so like Captain America basically saying and trolling and being like sometimes like patience. It's a virtue, but sometimes it's worth nothing. And you really shouldn't, like, just keep waiting. Or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah. Which is just, like, then stop making them. Yeah. yeah. What's the point? Well, like, it also betrays ugly. Captain America's character. Because patience is something he would totally love. <laughs> and to say, like, well, maybe sometimes you should say fuck patience. Like, fuck you, Captain America. Where are your fucking principles? Wait, but why do you think they wrote that? Do you think they just, like... Didn't know what to write, and so they're like, "No, they're just trolling yes, us because no, they can." Exactly, it's totally masturbatory. Yeah. Well, but the, but <laughs> the last, but the, always so, the last listener, scenes are I was always trolling us yeah. in a different way. The Marvel movies, like in the Avengers, where they had the two different uh, uh, yeah. like post-credit sequences. The very last one, they're seeing shawarma at that restaurant uh, yeah. in, in, in Midtown. And to be fair, the Guardians of the Galaxy ones were good. I'm just they saying, were good, but there was like it was just Howard the Duck in the first one, and correct. In the second one, the Cosmo comes and licks him. <laughs> Oh, the second one had a ton of stuff for setup. There was like Adam Warlock. Yeah. There was some Adam other Warlock, shit. Yeah, the original yeah. Guardian. Some other thing. It, yeah, it, was, was, it was funny in the beginning, and now it's the like, only one weird. that I think actually did a good job was at the end of I think right. it was the Hulk, where the end credit scene was uh, Tony Coast Stark. Park coming up to that general guy and saying like hey we're putting a team together whatever it, it didn't work <laughs> with what they were planning originally but it was before all the credits happened no Iron Man was the first one really? Iron, Iron Man was before that version of the Correct. Hulk with, with um did they have with, but did they, uh, I thought they had that space. at the end as well 
Um, Iron, Man, yeah, well, Iron Man, Iron Man was the first one had it where they, they they bring in Nick Fury, no, 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 Sam no. Jackson. But that was after credits started happening, right? What I'm saying is before the credits, they put it after all the action of the film. They do a couple of credits for a second, oh, I see. and then they put in. Oh, oh, so oh, this yeah, one yeah, had yeah, yeah. one of those as well, where they like here are just the main characters, and here is like uh, the Vulture talking to the Scorpion. Uh, that I think is okay. I'm I thought fine it was with amazing. That. But they did that with the Avengers also. Um, they where they had like a, some some credits, and then they have the Thanos reveal being behind the Chitari, and then they have like the full credits where you have to see who the fucking gaffer and like the sound sound boy. Sound well, boy. Uh, and then and then you have the scene of them eating shawarma. Shawarma, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, did really enjoy the credit sequence itself. I thought the that was, was really super nice. Super cool. The artwork, yeah, the artwork was, was that very was really pretty. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and the music to go along with it was really nice. Uh, clearly the director like I've said this before like love like definitely trying to like evoke the whole John Hughes stuff but like threw a lot of 80s stuff in there which yeah. I personally well, the music love was, sure did, yeah. music was great the, the theme like, of the, homecoming the theme of homecoming was 80s like breakfast club was DJing yeah. right Adam uh, it, and it felt very much in the vibe of like a rom-com which was really yeah, nice no, 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 totally. which it, like, like you this is the first time I've ever seen like a Spider-Man movie where like he a lot of his, like, writings and a lot of, like, his comics uh, tend to be where he's, like, has to decide between, like, a social interaction or going out and helping someone. Right. And this is the first time I've ever seen, seen it on that. film where I've, I've, I was like, oh, no, you should go in the hot tub with yeah. fucking Liz. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you, you have should. to no, give her the shocker. It. Yeah, <laughs> give her the old shocker. Well, you know what, what, I mean? what I loved is, like, they never said it once, but they it was part of the theme with great power so comes much. great responsibility yes. and they didn't yeah. need to say it like you just felt it through the film yeah. I'm surprised Tony Stark didn't come in and just be like with great power comes great uh, like you know what annoyed me was that there was that throat. moment where they're just after Tony has to save the fairy and mm -hmm. Peter Parker thinks he's talking to just an animatronic oh, I love version that. of uh, Iron Man. Un Iron Man. Yeah. And he steps out because of those stupid fucking trailers revealing way too much oh, no. of the story. Oh, yeah. I don't, I didn't it was just completely ruined it as an effect. So I didn't yeah. see it at all. I didn't. Yeah, the tra uh, that's no. The, I can. It's not a flaw of the film. It's a flaw of the way they make trailers. And that would have been a really cool scene because earlier the suit was empty. Yes. And he was being treated really as a child. So yeah. Right. And then he just shows up because yeah. he. he he accused the, the, of Tony not actually being there. I completely agree. That was a m miss. Like, if they just showed him with the fucking fairy, like, putting it together still, you would have still been, like, it still would have been... Guys, we're running low on time. I need to talk about Karen. I loved Karen, and I want more Karen. And all Here's the Karen, Karen was delightful. Here's the thing. When is Karen going to get a movie? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like, tell her, tell her now. Tell her that, that you love her. That was amazing, yeah. Yeah. Tell her how you feel. It was very, um, very much like, like any, I think any movie always works when you have, like, a neurotic person uh, that also matches with, like, this random character that has no sense of, like, self-awareness. Right. But she was neurotic, too. She kept offering Kill mode, I love that. Oh, kill mode was great, and then they had this eyes are super eyes. evil. Yeah. <laughs> Activating kill mode. Yeah. Uh, um, so I have two things. Yes. Oh, uh, do we all hate Gwyneth Paltrow showing back yes, up? Yes, I like as yeah, Dr. Potts, and then I, possibly getting engaged to Iron Man. It's it's annoyed. It I just don't person, like. I like the character. It was I don't just like Gwyneth the Paltrow. director jerking off. Oh yeah. I did enjoy the fact that that could be part of the overall storyline for the Marvel Universe, and it happened in a Spider-Man movie as opposed to Avengers or James James Spiderman. The other thing, acting-wise, everyone is fucking amazing. Yes. Yeah. Michael mm -hmm. Keaton was so amazing, which is why I love that final cutscene where you know he goes through so many emotions in one second and yeah. he finally decides he's not going to say who's Peter Putnam. Yeah, yes. no, it's... I, I, I thought that was so yeah. necessary, so awesome, and also, as Ryan said, it plays into a possible Secret Six in the future. That's also Sinister. a mark of how good this script Sinister. was, oh is that God, Michael yeah. Keaton was like, yeah, I'll do this. This looks great. And is yeah. it, is it, it just me, amazing. or is it great that he, Birdman found more work? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Birdman. I thought about that. He was Birdman! Yeah! to that fucking hack everyone's made it comment you no we were just talking about that we liked that movie and we also right. like this hey movie. did you not like birdman i hate it all right so in the last oh, couple minutes we have awesome. to talk about spider-man I want, I want to hear Spiderman. Spiderman, James Spiderman. Homecoming King. Homecoming King. I want to hear a major criticism you have. 
and then what your overall review of the movie is. Oh yeah, give us a grade. Uh, should we do it like a one through a ten grade, or no, what you, whatever grade you want. Whatever give I want to give it. Yeah. Okay, so my one criticism I already said it was just that one scene. Uh, where he's going through the yard, which I loved, and then they had to ruin it by showing the scene from Ferris Bueller. Oh, look, this is what we're homaging. Yeah. Trust your audience, and if they don't get it, they can read it on the internet. You know, that's what Easter eggs are all about. Yeah. Uh, and as far as reviews, I'm going to give this 10 spiders out of 10. Ooh. I loved it that much. Whoa. It is now oh one of my top, probably one of my top three Marvel uh, cinematic movies. Totes agree. Cinematic universe movies. Yeah. Continue. Okay, I'd give it an 8.5 out of 10. Oh. Probably, there were like, I don't know what I, I just didn't love it in the same way that I was like super in love with Wonder Woman. Okay. Um, But my only criticism, like no big criticisms, just I think that final plane scene at the very end when it's going like right against Coney Island, I thought it dragged on for a while. I agree with you. Wow. Yay. Squawk. Squawk. Um, let's see. Um, so I give it maybe probably an 8.5 as well, but I was going to say 8.5 tie men who give sticky rice to Aunt May out of 10. (laughs) 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 Um, my major criticisms were obviously quite a lot, but I still give it that much, so that's a surprise. Yeah. Um, it was the, it was the four different climaxes. It was just so much that I didn't want it to be over because I liked it a lot, but I wanted to be after over. After all those climaxes? Yeah. I really wanted it to end at the same time I liked all of it. <laughs> yes. Aww, <laughs> stop telling us about your nights. Yeah. Okay, me? No. Oh, oh, the one, thing, other uh, thing, one thing I wanted to say oh. was, you know, the weird guy who was like um, Toom's helper, the little guy, he's also the character of the Tinkerer. Uh, oh, yes, he was. Right. Right. That's a good oh, I like that another one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, keep going, Ryan. Great poll. Um, I would say my one beef with it is um, I think they fucking raped the Flash character. (laughs) They fucking raped the Flash. He's a piece of shit character and I don't even (laughs) want to see him anymore. He he did terrible in it. He just... They just wrote him poorly. Ryan just... Yeah! He fucking... Oh raped he got Ryan raped. just wildly threw a piece of paper across yeah, the room. Yeah, I know. Like, we already have one Clark in this podcast. We <laughs> need two. So I was so happy you just I would, give, I would give it nine out of ten web splurts. Oh, God. <laughs> Next. God. It's so uncomfortable. I'm bleeding. You just... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, uh, I spit on you. I, I would give it ten... I'd give it ten spiders out of ten because I thought this was a really successful movie. I thought what was cool about it, it seems almost like it's borrowing from the golden age of television and that it doesn't need to be colossal and epic in Hollywood. It can just be relatable and interesting and they fun. Four climaxes. So I enjoyed... What didn't but you like each about one it? moved the plot forward, as Brent Exhausting explained earlier. Forward. <laughs> what didn't uh, you like about it? <laughs> oh, what didn't I like? What's the thing you didn't like about it? That's probably better to do first before you give your overall no, rating. No, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So some of the things that you guys pointed out, like the things that were just Watch. on the nose or things like not trusting the audience, everybody knows Spider-Man, so like they had great instincts. Just keep moving those forward. So don't have like the overlay of Tony Stark's voice when he is like yeah. at his yeah, climax yeah, yeah, moment. Yeah. Don't have Ferris Bueller when you're doing the Ferris dinner, Bueller dinner, scene. Dinner, dinner. And then there were like other little examples of that. But like those were so minor. It was a ten out of ten Spider movie. Um, Spider-Man. The one thing that I didn't like was Donald Glover's cameo. And I would give this Racist. five out of five shockers. <laughs> hey, that's mine. I there are only five shockers. Yeah. You can yeah. only do it. It's, it's a slow knife for Adam. Yeah. It's uh, three guys. One of them has one arm. So. Oh, because it would have been six out of six, but the problem is shocker only had one actual. Six arm out of sinister now. six. Which you I, mean? That's actually what I also found really annoying was the lack of double shocker hands. Like just having one arm seemed very unmenacing. Um, real quick before we end. <laughs> no, we're uh, not friends. We got another yeah. thing after that. Too. Oh, we, we got another. To. We got another thing as well. Uh, I was gonna say the trailer annoyed me because trailers I think need to be their own story they can't be the same story cut yes. up as yes. all the Agreed. Agreed. and I think louder the, for the people in back the Brent. fairy annoyed me so much yeah. because it should sink that thing should sink <laughs> it would go underwater oh but I did it redeemed it by the one guy who's like yes uh, Spider-Man and then he's like oh, oh. yes Iron Man <laughs> yeah it was, it was yeah. so I would give this one time I was at our family computer when that was like a thing 
And I looked up, and a granddaddy long leg spider <laughs> descended and landed on my face. <laughs> and I was the most horrified I've ever been in my life. That level of shock and enjoyment <laughs> over surviving, <laughs> over surviving, uh-huh. I would give it one out of one granddaddy long legs on the face. <laughs> and the name of that grand... Lo- That's wait, a perfect what was that? Granddaddy long legs. Granddaddy long legs. His name was Tristan. Yeah. He stayed oh. with you. Oh. Stop. Why did you ruin it by yeah. talking about Tristan? Oh. Neil Gaiman. They're Let's really, have some gay men. Let's talk about, about gay, gay men. Talk about Neil Gaiman. They're really cute, listener. Oh, well, shut up. Stop. I'm 365 <laughs> pounds. Fuck One pound for each day? I cannot say <laughs> better for Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. Okay, so we're going to talk about Neil Gaiman. So Brandon and I uh, went to see Neil Gaiman speak at Wolf Trap uh, right after the DC last Sunday. How He's doing it? a tour. Uh, I thought it was delightful. And I want to hear first from Brandon, and then I'll give my thoughts as well. Yeah, uh, he's so the dream king. <laughs> like, uh, so uh, I I feel like it's interesting that um, Neil Gaiman is such like such an unusual person, so creative, so um, like just his voice was voluble. Yeah. It was like mellifluous. You couldn't you Great couldn't word. look oh, away. Oh, is this an ACG? I've, yeah. I've <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was he talking jerks? about? <laughs> So, uh, okay, so uh, Neil Gaiman came, he spoke at the Wolf Trap, which is this incredibly beautiful, like, open-air, like, wooden cathedral thing, National Park Park Service, and he spoke about... How much does it cost to get in? Like, It was like 25 bucks. How would you say the uh, square footage is? I would probably... Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You're distracting me, though. You're good at that. I'm being an asshole. Go on. Damn him. So... uh, (laughs) So uh, he spoke about like his writing. He he took he sorted through questions from the audience and he answered about twenty of them. And they needed readings from like four different stories. So he was excited to be there. It was cool to watch him. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the stories. So um, I'll talk about the, the two that really resonated with me, or at least the one that resonated with me was um, one of my favorite books. Uh, that I read like about 20 years ago uh, is a novel called Good, Good Omens that Neil Gaiman co-wrote with Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett is a kind of a comedy fantasy writer. He had the Discworld series. Mm-hmm. And Good Omens, was it, it's very much like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, tongue-in-cheek kind of book, but it's all about the apocalypse. And it's playing off the movie in the book uh, The Omen where uh, this like, you know, uh, uh, this um, like sort of this ambassador uh, like ends up adopting this kid who ends up being like the son of, son of Satan. Yeah. yeah. And is the Antichrist. Son of a son of a Satan. So typical. Yeah, yeah totally, yeah. as 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 you do, especially All with of this my ad- friends. Well, I was gonna say this administration, but yeah. Uh, no you guys. Fair. Uh, all fair, right. Fair. All right. We're low level demons. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Good Omens kinda of plays off of that and um, it's really, really funny, and what I loved about it the most is like there are two Two, ma- two of the major characters, one's an angel, one's a demon. Uh, Azrafel is the angel and Crowley is the demon. And they're ostensibly their enemies, but they've been on Earth so long that they've gone native and they end up becoming kind of friends because they're a- a- both in the front line. So they have more in common with each other than their allies back in heaven or hell. That sounds great. So it's really, and they're really, really funny. And like Azrafel is like, uh, is like a book owner, uh, a bookstore owner. And uh, he owns just one book, so he's a book owner. Uh, and, uh, and Crowley he can own a Kindle, and he's a book. And owner. Crowley's just basically like a yuppie. Uh, and I haven't read the book in a while, so I'm probably misremembering some of the details. Uh, and uh, Neil Gaiman, the way he describes it, it's like, yeah, the world is supposed to end. They're supposed to have this final conflict between God and the devil. But they both really like Earth because it has like sushi bars and television and. Wait, heaven doesn't have that shit. Well, heaven is like apparently like so in the, in Good Omens, heaven it's a is a lot of hearts. Heaven is a place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Going no, back to eighties, no, heaven is supposed to be like really really boring, and hell is supposed to be like way too exciting, but also awful. So yeah. like they kind of play that up in the book. Yeah. So they are adapting it in a in a six uh, episode miniseries for Amazon Prime and it's produced by uh, the BBC why are you holding up a knife <laughs> Clark is just stabbing into the air with a white a knife opener he I'm threatened me die yeah. on this podcast yeah, right. uh, you threatened us with the other mm. end of it sorry 
with the wine. With the shocker, with the wine. Oh, I was surprised to learn because I thought Neil Gaiman was almost strictly comic books. No, he's written like he wrote comic books for a while, then he became oh, a prose writer. Was so he, didn't he start out as a actual like a journalist? Yeah, like kind of a journalist became yeah, a comic yeah. book writer and then became a prose writer. So uh, Good Omens uh, is going to be uh, uh, is is uh, going to be a miniseries on Amazon. So what Neil Gaiman did was he read a couple of scenes that were on the cutting board because he was trying to adapt a novel into a six episode series, and there were two like really really great scenes. I was really really happy. And the other bit of news uh, I'll say is you'll be really happy about this, Brent. Is I don't know what is happening right now, is that Miracle Man is back on schedule. Yes, so, yes, yes. Uh, so, you know, Golden Age has been published, part of Silver Age is starting to be published. He's going to finish Silver Age, and he's going to do Dark Age. That is a really misshapen penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's on oh, that piece of paper. Adam just oh, I thought that was a tie. So what's been going on while Kaylin's been yeah, talking Kaylin. is the table has been writing, fuck you, <laughs> Holding it up to everyone in the group. And also drawing penises. I pretended to slit his throat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we only have four minutes uh, left. So I want to have Brandon talk about the other couple readings that they have, about North Smiths and... What I'll wrap up with is that American Gods is out on the stars. That's a Neil Gaiman novel. It is more successful as a television and a visual medium. It is fucking beautiful. It is so sexy. It is so weird and new. It is absolutely worth subscribing to Stars. My favorite season of the show of the year. I work for Stars now. Yes, I read the novel. I didn't know that. I read the novel too, and I love the novel, but it, like, much of the way that Neil. Neil, my buddy Neil thinks is yeah. very is very visual. Me, me, has me. me. And he, he likes me. It's no, um, super successful as a television show. I love it. It's insane. There's a scene where like a sex. No, no, it's not. I don't. I'm, I don't. I'm done. You telling me spoilers, and you're like, check out this show. Here's a spoiler. Someone stabs so okay, and so. Yeah, okay. Fine. Our viewers Clark won't know will anything stab about it. We're probably going to review it at some point. Yeah, we're going to yeah, watch right. it. All right. Final really. thing. Final thing. We're talking about Neil, G- uh, Neil Gaiman. Um, Rorschach Theater is going to be the Atlas Theater on H Street in D.C. They're doing Neverwhere, which is another one of his um, things. They're doing the TV show of it. And obviously, I'm into theater. And it's going to be 15 bucks on Gold Star. So there you go. So that's awesome. Yes. I can't wait to see it. September 2nd to October 1st, plug. Neverwhere. Yeah. And then we will review it after we go well see it. Well plugged. Is Neil Gaiman doing, like, is he touring around and stuff? Yeah, so he was in Texas he's before touring. he came to D.C. So he's, like, doing these, like, uh... Question, like questions right, to the audience and read readings. So, yeah, it's good. Also, the um, his Norse mythology thing was really, really bad. All right. Well, Norse mythology <laughs> is really, really bad by Neil Gaiman. So check that out. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, we're on. Uh, Homo Superior podcast on SoundCloud as long as that exists. <laughs> iTunes. Till next week. Uh, Facebook. Twitter. Twitter Instagram. 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 Tumblr. Jubilee. Jubjub, Jubjub, What did you call her? Jubdazzled. There we go. Say goodbye. Say goodbye, everybody. Say goodbye. Bye. Thanks, Brandon, for joining us. Bye. I was the only listener. Bye, Tom Holland. <laughs>